Atomic Habits, Five Changes to Revive Your Church by Eric Frecking Eric Frecking, Demon, is a pastor and conference evangelist in the Indiana Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and resides in Franklin, Indiana, United States. Recently, I read James Clear's book Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. One of his main points was that when people want to develop good habits, they think they need to start big. So, if someone feels the need to begin exercising, they buy expensive equipment or a gym membership and then burn themselves out. Quickly, they retreat back into their old practice of not exercising. Clear believes it is often better to start with atomic, small changes, and then, once we form that new habit, we build on it. If you are not exercising, make it a goal to exercise five minutes every other day during your lunch break. Once that becomes a habit, increase the time involved. If you do not have daily devotions, spend three to five minutes a day reading the Bible until that becomes a new routine. When you see the benefits of what five minutes in God's Word can do for you, expand your time. Eventually, such small changes will lead to big results. One of my responsibilities in the Indiana Conference is evangelism. Many of my meetings take place in small congregations and communities. During the past few years, I have reflected on what small congregations can do to make their churches stronger and more inviting to the community. I have discovered that if such churches would make five simple changes, they would see big blessings from God. Atomic Change Number 1. Prayer Set aside 15 minutes a week for prayer with your church family. This is essential to unite the church, create a spiritual environment, and prepare hearts for mission. It can be at times like during Sabbath hours, before or after prayer meetings, or via Zoom. The goal of this time is to pray for the church members and the needs of your church. Two years ago, I started pastoring a small congregation in Indiana. We take about 15 minutes each week after prayer meeting to pray specifically for our needs. We did not have a pianist, but after we prayed earnestly, God provided three willing pianists. Now God has blessed our weekly church attendance. It has almost doubled in two years, with many young families joining. At first, only a few people may show up for your weekly prayer time, but do not let it discourage you. Attendance will grow over time. Jesus promised that when two or three pray in his name, he will answer. Count on his promise. Our church started with about five people praying together each week. Currently, we have close to 20 people praying weekly. If you develop the habit of praying for your church's needs, Sabbath school, worship services, speakers, new members, God blessing with his spirit, you will see the benefits in time. Remember the words of Ellen G. White. Quote, the strength of Christ was in prayer. End quote. Atomic change number two, outreach. Spend one hour each month or quarter on Sabbath outreach. Now, before you skip by this change, let me explain what we are trying to do in my churches because I am not talking about having members knock on doors or do something they might loathe. While that works well in many places, it is not the only way to do outreach. Once a month after potluck, we meet together and pray. Then congregants have some options for outreach. 
Option 1. Visit a shut-in or missing member. Option 2. Place door hangers on people's doors, inviting them to participate in online studies. Amazing Facts has a great door hanger for this. The shyer individuals do not have to see anyone, yet it gives them the opportunity to do Bible studies online. Option 3. Follow up on leads from Bible study cards or other interests. Option 4. Serve the community in some way, like feeding the homeless, picking up trash at the local park, or visiting people in the nearby hospital or nursing home. This is a simple way to get your congregation involved in outreach. Start small and develop this new habit. Then build on it and watch the culture of your church change. Find ways to reach the community by getting involved in serving and helping. This builds friendships and makes your church known to and appreciated by its community in a positive way. Through the years, I have done many evangelistic meetings and noticed that God blesses churches actively trying to reach their community even if their programs seem unsuccessful at first. Atomic Change number 3. Small Groups We have constantly heard during the past several years that healthy churches have active small groups. Yet over 90% of the English-speaking churches I visit do not have small groups, and several that have tried to develop them have failed. While you create small groups, why not start with Sabbath school as the small group and build on it? What would that look like? Be creative with it by employing small group principles. Many wonderful books on small groups will provide you with ideas and concepts that you could use and adapt to your own Sabbath school. However, there is one simple thing that needs to happen, in my opinion, for your Sabbath school to be successful. Use the Word of God to create an atmosphere in which people feel free to interact and participate in the lesson study. That does not happen if the Sabbath school teacher just lectures. They need to be encouraged to facilitate the discussion, not turn it into a sermon. In one of my two churches, which is in a smaller community, about 45 people regularly attend services. Of the 45, close to 67%, about 30, regularly attend Sabbath school. The North American division states that around 40% of church members attend Sabbath school. One reason I feel this church is successful is that they treat Sabbath school like a small group. They uplift the Bible, invite participation in the discussion, and get people involved. Also, they take time to pray for one another, thus making people feel supported and appreciated. I believe every congregation can create this type of atmosphere if they treat Sabbath school more like a small group. Atomic Change Number 4 The Sermon Good preaching hides a multitude of sins. What do I mean by that? Your church might not have much going on for the young people, or it may be lacking in musical talent, but if the people hear a good biblical sermon, they will often walk away feeling blessed. A study by Tom Rayner stated that the highest motivating factor in people coming and staying in a congregation was the pastor or preaching. Good, profound series of sermons will help people grow in their knowledge of the Word and their relationship with God. Most Adventist pastors bring a good message on Sabbath morning but they often split their time between multiple churches and, therefore, have to rely on their local leaders to present the sermon when they are not there. 
Our congregations are blessed with many godly local speakers. However, too often such speakers do not have the time or training to prepare properly. Therefore, on many Sabbath mornings, the members receive a poorly organized or delivered sermon. I have found this to be one of the main reasons new converts from an evangelistic meeting stop attending. What are some simple changes we can make? First, the pastor and a guest lecturer, if available, should meet with the regular speakers of the church and affirm them for being willing to preach God's word. Then train them on how to prepare a sermon. It could be done during a nicely prepared meal at church. Second, meet at the beginning of the year and prayerfully discuss what types of messages and topics the church needs. A series of related sermons has more impact than isolated ones. If the speakers agree on a specific subject and keep it before the church for a period of time, it is more likely that the members will understand and act upon it. Once you get an idea of subjects you want to preach about, ask your local conference office for or order resources to aid in developing solid sermons. For example, let's say you want to have a series of sermons on the financial aspect of stewardship. Order the manual and PowerPoint presentations for the series Faith and Finance from Advent Source, which is very well done. Or, if an evangelistic comes that particular year, after the series is over, order the Share Him PowerPoint presentations or the Landmarks of Prophecy PowerPoint presentations and Lessons from Amazing Facts for the Sabbath mornings you are not there. After much prayer and going over the material, the speaker will be ready to preach a spirit-filled sermon. You might say, if we do it like this, won't it be more like a Bible study than a sermon? Notice what Ellen White writes, quote, Often it would be more profitable if the Sabbath meetings were of the nature of a Bible class study. End quote. In the 21st century, we have so many resources to assist us in developing relevant sermons. Speakers can use other people's materials with proper credit. They feel God is leading them too. Also, if God lays on a speaker's heart a different topic that particular week, go with God's leading. It happens to preachers all the time. However, I believe if our local speakers were more organized and structured with their preaching topics, the people would receive a bigger blessing, and we would see God bring more people to our churches on Sabbath mornings. Atomic Change Number 5 Mission Something special happens when a congregation comes together in local as well as worldwide mission. Ellen White highlights the importance of focusing on mission. Quote, the best medicine you can give the church is not preaching or sermonizing, but planning work for them. If set to work, the despondent would soon forget their despondency. The weak would become strong. End quote. Last year, our church decided to raise $10,000 for a well to be dug outside of a Marantha church. We promoted it during the announcements on most Sabbath mornings. I was not sure if we could get the $10,000 but to my surprise, we raised the money in a few months. It was inspiring to see the members pull together and get excited about what they were accomplishing. Doing a simple project like this each year brings the members together, revitalizes the church, and sends a message to guests that the congregation has a focus, purpose, and mission. People want to be a part of a church that has such characteristics. God's Inspiration 
I have had the privilege of working with many wonderful congregations. Most members of such churches want to build up God's kingdom. But when we look at the challenges they face, such as lack of participation, lack of youth, or lack of talent or finances, it can be overwhelming. No change, no action, no step forward, however, is insignificant. Systematic, continual small actions lead to continual growth. I am convinced that if churches make simple atomic changes that God inspires them to do, He will bless and grow our churches. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for pastors and church leaders, please visit ministrymagazine.org.